This is Rate Stepping Made Easy, the podcast. Of all the podcasts in the world, we are hands down one of them. Here are your hosts, Sean, Chris, and Chanda. On with the shit show. Well, pitter patter, let's get at her. And welcome back, episode number two. Now we got a shiny new intro, as you heard. Um, if you're curious, the band on there is a local San Diego band known as the Schizophonics, and they are awesome. So hopefully, I don't get a cease and desist for using like 12 seconds of their song. But I'm gonna reach out to the band and make sure that they like know it. that that they know. You know, this is a, that's what I did with it. I'm not. We don't have ads or anything. We're not making any money off this. So I mean, if they were, I would definitely. Uh, if we were, I would definitely give them their fair share because they are awesome. Um, I feel like I'm kind of late to the party on them because I talk about them to my friends around here who who know the music scene. They're like, oh, really? You just found them? And the way I found them was I was at the Brothers Keeper Festival at Booze Brothers Brewery. And uh, I was there to see Earthless. Shout out to Isaiah. Because, well they're amazing and there were some cool bands and these guys were direct support they were the second to the last band to play and i remember i went i got one of uh, earthless's delicious beers and got their beer i'm walking back and i'm trying to figure out where the next band is because their campus just has like there are all these rooms everywhere and I hear what sounds like some like Stooges MC5 type fuzz rock going on. I'm like, well, this sounds cool. Then I get inside there and the lead singer slash guitar player, Pat, is just flying around the stage. Now I've read since then that uh, his stage presence is something between James Brown and the Tasmanian Devil. And that is so accurate. He was going off. The music was awesome. This dude was putting on a show. I don't know if you've if you've never seen them, check them out on YouTube. They are amazing. Also, there will be a link on our Facebook page to, as to how to get the album that it's on. It's called People in the Sky. Really good album. I'm going to put it directly to their page rather than Amazon or any of that because um, I want them to get every dime that they can possibly get. They are rad. Yeah. Um, I support our peeps. No, they're... Uh, yeah, wait till you see them. It, it's something else. I've seen. I mean, I've seen the Rolling Stones live. I've seen Tool. I've seen Metallica. I've seen Guns N' Roses, and, and I mean these guys. These guys. I'm not going to put them up there with the Stones, but they they could be in the conversation as far as a stage show. Granted, when I saw the Stones, I've seen Millie Joel, Elton John, okay, Garth Brooks. I mean, they're all amazing. Okay, but these guys. Granted. When I saw the Stones, it was uh, 1994, and it was a 210-foot-wide stage, and Mick Jagger was just running up and down across it for two for the entirety of the show. And I was like, Jeez. I was 15, running sub six-minute miles. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> Holy shit! That sounds like Mick Jagger, though. Oh yeah, no, they they're. I mean, the, those guys. I I don't know how they keep going. Rest in peace, Charlie Watts. That was really sad. He's an he's an amazing drummer. I don't know if you know this. They had to save up to be able to pay him to be in the band. They wanted him so bad. It was kind of like how Metallica moved from L.A. to San Francisco to get Cliff Burton in their band. They just they knew what they wanted, and uh, and it was great. They got it. He was an amazing drummer. Uh, may he rest in peace. That's that's really sad that he passed. But I mean, eighty year he was. I think he was. Yeah, he was eighty. And considering that what they did to their bodies in the 60s and 70s, 
hats off to him. Uh, Charlie, you had a great run. May you rest in peace. Always enjoy your music. And yeah. 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 That's so awesome. It's, so it's been a lot of things have happened since the last episode, which actually, I mean, I know this is episode two, but episode one was kind of a number two. Uh, there, there were a lot of incomplete thoughts on there, and uh, I want to apologize to like the six people who heard it. Um, I, if you paid yeah, me money, I'd, I'd give you a refund. But I'm going to leave it up there anyways, just because we were we were in a, a kind of an interesting place in life. We were in Tucson, Arizona, in a Motel Six, passing a whiskey bottle back yeah. and forth. There, yeah. it was. No, we've done everything in the Jeep. It, it was a single take, <laughs> and uh, we just let it run and yeah it kind of went off the rails towards the end that you could actually hear our blood alcohol content going up <laughs> as the, as yeah. the podcast went yeah. on true and um yeah but enough about that um oh what's happened the the, the tyson fury deontay wilder oh. fight that was that was cray cray i know it was i i'm i mean it's pushing damn near a month ago but that was that was something that like i couldn't i had goosebumps watching it i'm like i'm watching history i mean it's been a long time since there's been a heavyweight fight that epic i mean we mm -hmm. we grew up you know i was born in the late 70s and so you know grew up watching mike tyson just you know knock people out in 30 seconds and i mean that was something to watch i remember being a kid everybody's parents who got the pay-per-view they're like damn it I spent, I forget, I think at one point, I think, I think at one point it was a 20, it was a 1999 pay-per-view. That's how long ago it was. I mean, when was the last time a pay-per-view has been that I inexpensive? But, I remember my dad paying 50 bucks yeah, just to no, watch. It's, no, it's gone up. Fight. Yeah, it's gone up to that. But I remember, I, I remember it was a, it was a Tyson Spinks fight. And I mean, Tyson just hit him with four haymakers. And I do believe dude fell through the ropes. Like he was just asleep. But that fight was absolutely amazing. I'm get, I'm getting goosebumps just mm -hmm. thinking about it. Like I've watched it again on YouTube, even though I know what's going to happen. It was just I kind of have chills watching. And and who do you root against in that? Like Tyson Fury has a great story. I don't know. It probably wasn't great for him, but he deep depression, suicidal, doing way too much blow. Managed to pick himself up off of that. I mean, he's the son of a bare knuckle boxer a champion actually a bare knuckle champion so it's like okay so he's got the pedigree this is awesome and then Deontay Wilder at one point was working four jobs to get health care for his daughter she has a I forget what her health condition is and I probably should have looked that up before we started but how do you root against that guy either the, mm. and the only thing Wilder lost was the fight that was it I feel so sorry for the next guy who has to fight him because that he dude is going to get... Oh, he's going to get his face rearranged. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Deontay Wilder, his legs were gone after about the sixth round. He he was wobbly. He was shaky. So he wasn't even stepping into his punches, but he was still bringing it with power. Especially, I mean, the fourth round when he knocked Tyson Fury down twice. It was like, wow. He may have gotten TKO'd in the 11th round, but he was one punch away from ending that fight the entire time, even without his legs under him. Like, that's how that's how strong that dude is. Especially, he was he weighed in at 238 and Tyson Fury, 277. So, it was technically uh, the heaviest heavyweight fight of all time. But I remember, I remember the first fight between them. He, he came in at 208. He was giving away, like, 40-something pounds. I mean, this time, he was giving away 39 but still, and that's the heaviest he's ever been in the ring. 
And that's what's weird about when you watch combat sports like that because the you know they cut weight. At least I know in the UFC they do. And Joe Rogan was what right? Anytime like you you see like the weight that they're listed at, it just means they weighed that much at one time because they cut weight, they rehydrate and gain twenty pounds back. Mm. It's insane. I can't yeah. imagine doing that to your body. It's kind of crazy when you lose or gain that much weight. It's just like boom. And it, it really sucks, but... Yeah, because that's crazy. I remember um, when I was out in it's Vegas, I, uh, I I lost 33 pounds. I was the heaviest I've ever been, which was 238. The same as uh, Deontay Wilder, but uh, I was a little more pale and doughy. Yeah, <laughs> and, no. And I remember I, I lost 33 pounds, but it took me a month and a half to do it. It wasn't like... What did you do? Did you cut carbs out or no? Just uh, exercise. Okay. So you just got on your elliptical that you had in the office and. Yep, elliptical bike rides. Um, I was I was drinking I was drinking happy coffee, which actually um, I have a link. Um, I can uh, I will share that on the Facebook page as well if you want to check this this company out. They make amazing stuff. Like right they now, do. we they take really the, uh, they have a supplement called Xanthamax. Xanthamax. I take it every day. Which is really awesome. I mean, it promotes uh, dopamine, uh, serotonin. Uh, it is all of, really Basically, good. all of the chemicals that make your brain happy, it promotes the growth. And it also, it's, it's active yeah. ingredient is the mm. same chemical that gives you a beer buzz. That huh. how beer gives you a buzz. Granted, you so you feel you feel good. You, you feel a lot better. It's also got thirty milligram, milligrams of caffeine. So I mean, not a huge kick, but I don't know. I can't remember the la- not taking it. It's it's pretty awesome. So mm. I guess we're up. Uh, I feel better when I take throwing it. Throwing a day. shout out there, and uh, if anybody's interested, uh, they have a group where you can actually see the testimonials about this product. Because really, it did help me between the coffee. Which I would actually, I would put it in smoothies, in my morning but, smoothie. See, I would do that it was, too. Because it was, because like, it was, it was just it too hot in. Put it in my, uh, in my Vitamix. Yeah, it was. I loved it. It was too hot in Vegas to drink hot coffee in the morning. I mean, unless yeah, you're gonna just, thing. unless you're gonna hang out in AC the entire day. Yeah. So I would make myself shakes, and I would throw throw a scoop of the coffee in there, which does the same thing. Also, it helps with uh, helps with your appetite. It curves wanting to snack. Yeah. It, uh, it increases your metabolism. It's it's good stuff. I mean, when my I have a buddy who got me into it. He's doing amazing with the product. And uh, if anybody's interested, like I said, I put up a link. I'll put up a, a link to the group. Now I have to invite you, but I will absolutely do it. Uh, we'll of put course. it up on the uh, raking rake stepping made easy page on Facebook. And please check it out. Okay, enough with the plugs. Um, I was uh, yeah. that one came out of nowhere. But speaking of Vegas, I cannot believe that uh, Henry Ruggs. What? Yeah, that was what was terrible. what was that dude thinking? Like, and I, I mean, as they say now, he was traveling before he rear-ended that car. He was traveling at 156 miles an hour, and he was going when the airbags deployed. He was doing 127, which means he had already hit the vehicle. And the vehicle caught on fire, and a woman and her dog burned to death inside that. That is totally on fire. Look at the video; it's so on fire, like it's it's the worst thing ever. That that you're just gonna be like, oh my gosh, 
I refuse to watch it again. Uh, yeah, it's so terrible. No, I, I just that was. It's wild. so terrible, honey. I, I, a woman and her dog. Just, yeah. Uh, they both died. Trapped in a Imagine burning vehicle. Imagine that could have been me and Lucy. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's so terrible. No, and they're trapped. trapped in, in a, a vehicle trapped in a burning vehicle like I can't I can't imagine a more horrific death and I <sighs> I and I don't know Henry Ruggs from Adam like he I don't either he he could be a nice guy that, but he just sure. he just did something a total prick would do and especially I, since he was he was more than double the legal <clears throat> limit and he was driving on they were driving on Rainbow Boulevard like on a surface street yeah. that's the craziest thing and don't get me wrong I lived in Vegas for almost 2 years I have never seen so much dumb fuckery on the road. Hmm. It okay. is insane. You go to a school zone, I they see. slow down to 15 miles an hour. If, they, if someone's going 16, they probably get honked at. They treat yeah. those things yeah. as religion. Red lights? Not so much. Yeah. I literally remember when I first moved there, light would turn green, I go. That's what that's what you yeah. do. Everybody else hung back, and they're like, look at this jackass. He must be new. <laughs> because every accident I saw was at an intersection. Someone got T-boned because some asshole ran a red light. That and I saw somebody who actually ran into the back of a well, garbage you truck. Were a smart driver. I mean, that, that's totally cool. Okay, you talked right over that. I literally saw somebody who ran into the back of the garbage truck. How do you? How does that thing sneak up on on you in I front? Ran. It's got it's got the back light going the on. Truck. It's a giant green thing. It says don't follow too closely. And the crazy thing is, this person, this person sitting there, front end of her car is completely destroyed. Like, it's totaled. The crumple zones have already gone. There's no way. <sighs> sitting in the car texting. I'm like, ooh, I bet that's how She's this like, happened. Mom, I'm really sorry I wrecked the car. <laughs> well, then, oh, shoot. When we first moved back, when we got to Oceanside, some drunk chick. Oh, you remember Myers, my street? Yeah. She T-boned a parked motorhome. Oh, no. Uh, you she, and Amanda both told me the story. She T-boned a parked motorhome. She was drunk off her ass. You could the, smell the yeah, alcohol. And yeah. she's just like, oh, yeah, I had to take my yeah. mom medicine or something. Like, she yeah. was schnit face. Yeah. And then, and then she just walked off. You and Amanda like she told walked, me the story. She walked around. It We're standing in my so front funny. yard. And she walked by. She's she, like, went, she was like, hi. And just, like, took <laughs> off on foot. I guess somebody ended up catching up to her, but oh my god, that was... Yeah, I know. You and Amanda both told me that story. No, because we heard it. I, I was so it, nervous was because so I was because I had just dollied my refrigerator up the stairs. Yeah. I was kind of right on the yeah. edge, and I just, I walk inside, and I just hear metal on metal, just boom! And I'm just like, oh god, I, I destroyed <laughs> my refrigerator. I I'm an idiot. <laughs> I didn't get far enough in. And I look, oh, refrigerator's fine. Oh, How is, shit. How is she <laughs> perpendicular to the direction of the road into this motorhome? And the thing That's that sucked, so the poor guy who owned it, that was his house. That was where yeah. he lived. Mm -hmm. And where she hit yeah. it, it jammed his door shut. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, and even worse, some prick came and gave him a, a parking ticket the next day. Oh. Mm -mm. I was going to pay it. 
That's so terrible. I was going to pay it for him because I know it's like a $50 ticket. Yeah. But I, yeah, I was in a position yeah. where... Yeah. but you could. Uh, but I had no cash on me, and I was I was going to go ask the dude. I'm like, hey, dude, I'll go online and take care of this for you because that's fucked up. Like, he couldn't I move really his vehicle because some drunk bitch smashed it. And I don't mean to use that as a uh, term terrible. for women, but, um, you know, kind of a bitchy thing to do. No, I don't even... That is terrible. Just like I'm not calling Henry Ruggs a prick, but he was being a prick right at that uh, point. I don't... But don't know. I he don't could know he could be the nicest guy. And I, I mean, I do not... I would not want to be in his head right now. I would not, mm. like, I mean, mm. his. you know his conscience. Jiminy Cricket is kicking his ass right well, now. Duh. That's, because <laughs> I know nobody gets in a car and goes, you know what I'm going to do? Mm. I'm going to go triple digits and run into somebody and kill them and their <laughs> dog. I know that was not his plan. And it, it's just, <sighs> no, it, it's just sad. I, I, I feel for, I feel for her family. Hell, I feel for his family. They're, like, he... That promising career, dude is a stud wide out, and it's probably over. Like I don't know, I, the, they're probably yeah. going to deactivate him. Who knows if they're going to part with him? I mean, that's tough. The Raiders have been through enough since the John Gruden resignation, which is uh, you got to. The Lions fan. Well, that part's weird though because uh, it was due to they were they were uh, they were investigating the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins. I kind of see why they changed the name. Like it's, it, I don't know. It it's almost like so old timey, like the name. But at the same time, I'm also uh, not a Native American, so I really can't speak on it. No. I mean, when it when it comes to persecution, let's see. I'm a 42 year old white heterosexual male in America. <laughs> there aren't many demographics that are less oppressed. If if, if, if maybe billionaires. That's about it. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like it, it's me and then billionaires. That, that, that's kind of it. I mean, have I experienced adversity growing up? Yes, but not, not anything that my skin tone and ethnicity has caused. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I mean, a, a guy at the dump called me wet once, but no, oh no. <laughs> you were white as me. Uh huh. It's, it's really funny. Okay. You really are white. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm Sicilian and Irish, and the Irish clearly won the fight when it came to my mm. pigmentation. Because I'll be in the sun. Oh, so you're trying to get a tan, eh? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Mm. let me tell you about that. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to burn, you're going to get a little bit of color, and then I'm going to peel. I love you. And then it's, uh, you know, apparently, apparently, like you? yes, apparently <laughs> a... Uh, you know, maybe my, uh, my my Sicilian genes would win if I, I don't know, find the end of the rainbow in a pot of gold. I don't know. Ah. But, um, you know, my, I know enough to uh, really enjoy true romance. So, there's that. Am I loved? And I'm, I'm, I'm so... Oh, I feel purple. So, anyways, other, uh, other sports stuff. I'm really amped on the Padres hiring Bob Melvin as their manager. I am, that is really cool. Okay, I'm can over we talk? The, over the oh, freaking moon about it because as much as Jace Tingler seemed like a nice guy, he should have never been hired as a manager. And I, I don't wish anything. I guess they offered him another position within the organization, which is cool because he seems like a nice guy. He knows baseball, but 
When they hired him, we had one $300 million player on the roster. Now we have two. You can't yeah. do that with a rookie. You can't yeah. expect yeah. a rookie yep. manager to manage those yep. egos. Yep. Meanwhile, Bob Melvin coached the Oakland A's, who, as far as spending, they are about the cheapest team in baseball, but Billy Bean knows how to find talent. And he took them to the playoffs six times out of 11 years, and this Padres roster is head and shoulders better than anything he had in Oakland. He had some talent come through Oakland, but not like this. If they can keep the roster together, if they keep Tim, pro, we need some... We need some we need some pitching is what we need. Yeah. They keep we saying that they want to go after. The, what the fuck? They, they want to, they keep saying that possibly the rumoring going, going after Max Scherzer. He had a great season last year. I'm not against it. And then we get Clevenger back. We didn't have him all season this year. And we'll probably get Lamette back too. He'll maybe finally be rested enough because he kept coming back too soon and aggravating his injury and he's already had Tommy John surgery once, if I'm not mistaken. That's what Clevenger had. And, I mean, that's you're, you're done for the season. I mean, they just took ligaments out of your leg and put it in your elbow. Like, that's kind of gnarly. And, actually, they call it Tommy John surgery because it was an experimental surgery when it happened. He thought his career was over. And he was offered that. They're like, hey, we have this experimental surgery. You want to try it? He's like, yeah. That dude played from 1963 to, I believe, 1989 he retired. Um, 88, 89. I remember when I got his baseball card. I'm like, oh, Tommy John. Guy has two first names. And I look over. I'm like, holy crap. His stats barely fit on the back of the card because he's been playing so long. He had a long career. Him, Phil Necro had a long career. Uh, As you can see, I follow baseball here and there. Um, Also, uh Kudos to the Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series. That is, that was amazing. They literally, I remember the Padres were playing them in the middle of the season, and we had like the Dodgers and the Giants were like, ooh, murderous row. And they're like, oh, the Braves, we get a break. And then middle of the season, they were a 500 team, and they just turned it on, whereas we fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, good for them, winning the World Series. You can't awesome. root against... I can't root against the Braves. Like I, I remember when they were god no, awful. Like the Yankees. I, I, the Yankees. I, the only team I could ever bet against. I uh, hate the okay. Anyways, but I remember watching back when the Padres were on KUSI. Yeah. Uh, this was back in the. Uh, this was the late '80s. It might have been okay. 19. It was either '89 okay. or '90. Okay. The Padres were playing the Braves in Atlanta oh. in okay. front of a crowd of okay. 1,500. Okay. That's how bad the Braves used to be. I mean, they were... Everybody thought they were cursed when they removed Chief Nakahoma's tent. His teepee, pardon me, from behind the wall. That's what, they, that's what they thought because after that, they were awful. And then they went from worst to first when they, won, when they played the... They went to the World Series against the Twins, who had also gone worst to first. That was, that was an amazing like World Series. It went all the way to the seventh game and... Kirby Puckett did his thing. Rest in peace. Uh, that was that was absolutely yeah, amazing. And so kudos to them for winning a World Series. First World Series win since 1999. And I love it when they say it like that's a long time. Like when we're a Padres fan, the team's been around since 1969. Mm-hmm. And the last time we won it was never. 
Exactly. But we have we have a team that can do it though. We and have we totally do. We have the offense. Uh, we got a new the pitching coach we got from Cleveland. That's gonna be awesome. I mean, hopefully he can get some more out of out of our pitching rotation. I think I think Lamette. Hopefully he's back. Uh, the sheriff. I think they need to move into the bullpen. He's got two pitches. He's got he's got a fastball and a changeup, and they just and hitters just sit waiting on it. Mm. And his fastball doesn't really move. It just it's straight. We can do this. We can do this. But I I think he would excel if they used him as a closer. I do. He's boom. When he's locating his pitches, he's on. I remember his first start. He was absolutely dealing. He actually, uh, he actually replied to my comment on Instagram, which I was stoked. Oh, that's because cool. I said, "Dude, you keep dealing like this, you've got a bright career ahead Did of you." Did really? That's awesome. And he does, but I mean, he just he doesn't have a curveball. He doesn't have anything. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not like he was hasn't been working on it. He that's knows awesome. it. He's forgotten more about baseball than I know. So Dude, I'm. That's just, awesome. So I'm just commenting, but. I don't know. I think if I mean if we were, if we were playing MLB, I would move him into either the setup or the closer position because I think for one inning, if he just emptied closer. the tank, I I think he I think he'd do really well. I think he's closer. I mean, hell, everybody forgets Dennis Eckersley, who was a great reliever, and uh, uh, okay. oh yeah, he was for the A's. No. But at one point he was a starting pitcher. He won twenty games in a season. I think he did it twice. Like, and then he I moved to the bullpen, it. and then he was awesome. He was probably one of the best closers at the time. I believe he he had fifty five saves in one season. I think mm. that was nineteen ninety, mm. when the well the A's were just a, they had a juggernaut that year. I mean they had McGuire, Canseco. They they actually they had they were one through eight they had they had hitters on hitters and I mean they um, they won I think they won a hundred and four games that year like they just they crushed it Eck had fifty five saves Bob Welch went twenty seven and seven hmm. like it's been a I don't think anybody's won that many games since then that's a lot of games to win in a season yeah, especially is. with the way pitching is now with, with pitch counts and everything yeah. I mean, you're not even going to get that far. You're not going to no to get that many no, wins. No, we're really not getting close. But at the same time, they're they're worried about blowing out your arm, and I mean, everybody's just bigger, stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds like a Kanye West song. <laughs> but it sounds like country I, music. And that's but... where they're that's where they're at now. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, that, that was an impressive feat. I remember that team, and I mean, to nobody's surprise, they beat the Giants in the Subway Series. That was the, uh, that was actually the the year the Battle of the Bay. That was the year the earthquake happened. It got delayed. Oh, 2011. No, 1990. That was crazy. I'm talking about 1990. The last Bay Area, like I mean, bridges were collapsing. Like they got rocked. No, I'm talking about the we had a 2007. I'm we had that was like a fire. This, it knew we had this cray cray um, on Easter. Okay. It was on Easter yes, day. Yes, I remember. Oh yeah, I remember that. Easter I was, day. I was in a mobile home, and it, it started. It, it kept moving because you know those things were on jack stands. Yeah. 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 My Max, my Jack Russell. I love you, buddy. Wherever yeah. you are. No. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, he was standing in between my. He went and sat in between my feet. Oh. Like I got, I got to a doorway and he just sat in between my feet and he's looking up at me like, 
Dude, are you doing this? Daddy, are you okay? And it was yeah, crazy because it, it was just like boom, boom, boom. My buddy actually who lives in uh, Chula Vista, which, you know, the epicenter was in Mexicali. Yeah. So Chula Vista is a lot yeah. closer. Mm. He just ca- he called me right afterwards. He's all, dude, that thing took me off my feet. It was cray cray. I watched my backyard have waves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's no, it was insane. cray cray. And, and it lasted like seven minutes. It lasted a long, long time. Oh, I know. And I was standing there, and it lasted longer because I was in a mobile home, so it's on jack stand. So it just kept, it just kept a moving. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I know. It was, it, oh, was it was crazy. It was crazy. And the rest of the day, like he would follow me around, and anytime I stopped, he'd just get in between my feet and sit oh. down. He's like, oh, whatever's falling's gonna hit you first. Yeah, Lucy. He and... wanted me to protect him. I know. Well, Lucy and Cat and. To cut it out from your mom. Uh huh. They both were just like, they both just laid down and they were like, um, I don't know what to do. This is like weird. I don't know what to do. I mean, I've, I've been a Californian my whole life. And, you know, we have earthquakes, but they never cease to freak me out. Like, it's yeah. crazy. You're like, the ground is moving. Yeah. And oh, it, it was, gives exactly. It was rolling. Yeah. It gives exactly it like, zero shits about you. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, it's going to shake, rattle, and roll. If shit falls down, well, so be it. Yeah. Way she goes, as Ray on Trailer Park Boys would say. It was the, yeah, way she goes. Yeah, totally true. No, I remember being a kid. It was the uh, it was the first L.A. one. I mean, of course, I felt the 94 one, the Northridge one. That one was insane. I've, I've heard. But there, there was one in L.A. in the... Uh, I want to say it was about 87, 88, and I remember just my whole room rocking. I had a mirror, and it was just, like, swinging back and forth like a pendulum. <laughs> it was, and I was just like, holy crap. And, of course, they, they instill it in you in a, in a young age. Get to a doorway. Yeah. Either a doorway or mm. the smallest room possible. Yeah. Because, obviously, it, a doorway is going to be the most sturdy. Yeah. You so know, stay basically... away from windows, because windows will pop. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, I remember one time in the 90s, uh, our windows, the whole house shook, and it wasn't an earthquake. It was an explosion at a refinery in Redondo Beach. Like, the the shock wave went that Ooh. far. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Houses shaking? Yeah. Freaky. Definitely freaky. That's scary. I can't believe that you lived through that. No, it's... it's uh, we... It's weird because we do have a fault line here in San Diego. It's called the Rose Canyon Fault. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, it could go off. And it, oof. it doesn't, though. It runs right along Fairmont Avenue. Like, it's right it's right there. <clears throat> and luckily it hasn't. Uh, but I don't know how we got... Oh, yeah, we got sidetracked into earthquakes. So I was talking about the 1990 <laughs> Oakland A's. But that was the year the Giants made it because Kevin Mitchell had that amazing year. Kevin Mitchell, a uh, San Diego alum. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, he had that one year. He was like a one and done. He 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 was always you. You were kind of like, damn, that dude. That dude's buff. He looks like he can hit. Put it all together that year. Hit a, hit forty seven home runs. So I'm guessing I would have flicked him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but they're like, but he was from like uh, he was from like Skyline area. I I, I do believe. Okay. You don't know where that is, do you? Mm-mm. No. It's uh, what the French call Le Motherfucking Hood. Oh, so it was gonna. A guy that's in the hood? Okay. 
Yeah. I, I don't care about that. No, but uh, he did good for himself that one year, parlayed it into a contract, So, and baseball contracts are guaranteed. It's not like football where they can cut you loose before you so make a dime. a bunch of money. Where the only thing guaranteed is your signing bonus. That's why I think it's funny when people are like, oh, these guys are overpaid. I'm like, their contracts aren't guaranteed, bro. Also, a game like football where it can be all over in one play. Like, you can be done. You, you, get, hit the, you get hit the wrong way, your career is over. You saw you saw it with a uh, uh, dude on the uh, on the on the on the Steelers. He went to Ohio State. Ah, oh, what is his name? Now it's effect. Now number fifty. Um, um, Ryan Shazier. Ryan Shazier. Yeah, he played okay. he played for Ohio State. Okay. Total sideline to sideline linebacker. Like he could keep pace with wideouts. Like okay. he had wheels. Mm-hmm. He slid, He he went to make a tackle, and it just looked like his spine grew he a just, right about two vertebrae above his ass grew a hinge. Cool. And you just saw it go like that. You're just like, oh, that's bad. Cool. One play, over. Luckily, the Steelers Done. they're they're a classy organization. That they made sure he still had health care. Right? I forget what they they gave him a position in the organization that guaranteed him health care for life. Like that—that okay. that was cool. Like they love cool. their own. I, and I mean, I can't imagine being that guy where you were a sideline to sideline defender, one of the best linebackers in the league, and now you just learned how to walk again a couple uh, years ago. Like that's our Buckeyes are cool. That's got to be tough. Like but I mean, I mean, one play and it can be all over. So when they're complaining about these non-guaranteed contracts, it's like, um, dude, like. Okay, Kirk Cousins got his first contract with the Vikings uh, fully guaranteed, and I would like to uh, speak to his agent, uh, maybe just to get me a job interview. He could probably get me a job that I'm in no way qualified for. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm thinking CEO. If he can get but, Kirk man. Cousins is completely yeah. guaranteed, nothing against Kirk Cousins. He's a good quarterback. Uh, he's not a great quarterback, but he's managed to make great quarterback money, and we all get paid the same. Whatever you can get someone to pay you. (laughs) Whatever you can get someone to pay you is what you make. So, yes, uh, Kirk Cousins' agent, if you're listening, I know there's a slim to none chance of that happening. (laughs) I mean, we've got a whole 224 followers on Instagram, so look out, Joe Rogan. We're coming for (laughs) you. I love it. But. Anywho. No, that's, that's... also, Aaron Rodgers is out this week because he tested positive for COVID. Um, yeah, that really sucks. In the words, in the words of the football coach from not another teen movie. God damn it! God damn it, Reggie Ray. Yeah. Because yeah, that kind of sucks. But I guess we're gonna see what Jordan Love's made of, and hmm. the Chiefs' defense is god awful. We still have a chance, but if Mahomes gets off, when he gets off, he gets off. He struggled this year because their O line <laughs> is terrible, and I do believe we get our we get our pass rushers back. We cut Jalen Smith. That was nice. Two games and he's out, which kind of sucks because I really like the way he plays. But I'm clearly, I guess, less expensive options have uh, made themselves present. And uh, once again, their uh, their defensive coordinator has forgotten more about football than I will probably ever know. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll yell yell shit at the screen like what play they should have ran because I played Madden for too long. But when it boils down to it, um, they know it and I'm just some jackass yelling at a screen. Hmm. Interesting. What? Uh, You're very curious. What, did I acknowledge that? Yeah. Come on. What am I going to do? Can you imagine if they actually were like, if, if the TV paused and they're like, all right, dude, why don't you, you come in here and put a headset on. You call the game. See how it goes. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I love that you actually acknowledge it. It's very cute. Yeah, and then they'd be like, and Kansas City scored 56 unanswered points after they <laughs> swapped defensive coordinators for some schmo. <laughs> yeah, that's never going to happen, but um, that would suck if it did because uh, I would definitely uh, get the L. Or I just that, tell the middle linebacker, the guy with the green dot on his helmet, dude, you just call whatever play you see. <laughs> Let me know what personnel package you need. I'll send them in. It's called knowing what you don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm currently an inmate in Facebook jail. I, I, I went a little hard in the paint on someone spreading misinformation about COVID, and somehow that's construed as bullying and then you have to have previous violations to get that the funny part is uh two of my violations are for a meme that i put up it was basically a clansman going oh we got duped by trump and you know they kind of did kind of didn't whatever anyways i share the meme i think that was the meme yeah yeah share the meme yeah facebook takes it down says it violates community standards i disagree with the decision they said you're right put it back up you know what they did? Took it down again. Said it violates community standards. They counted that as two violations, even though they were the ones who put it up the first time. But hopefully, you know, now that they're changing their name to Meta, um, I guess they figure it out. Well, it should be a whole new company now. No, that's just, uh, they're going to keep the app as Facebook, but they're naming it. Considering that they own Instagram, they own WhatsApp, they own, uh, what is that? They have that virtual reality app. Uh, one oracle or something no it's not oracle that's something i don't know i don't have the i don't have vr no, it's so. not oracle it's um um um, um wow, oculus there we go it's oculus yeah, that's oculus. what it's called yeah. i didn't even have to look that up just uh, had to jog my yeah memory oh yeah so, so they have that i just thought i i thought that was funny but uh yeah i i would like to thank everybody who listened to episode one it was kind of a turd yeah, we thought it was good at the time, but we were also drunk. So, there's that. And, and we also wanted to, uh, you know, give shit to the person who caused all of this. Shout out to The Thing. We put up your the picture thing. on our Instagram page. So... We'll put that up uh, on Facebook soon. We hate you, and we're going to do that again. You suck. Okay, anyways. Yeah, well, we do, but I don't know <laughs> why you want to throw that up there. It, it, it oh, is, because she sucks. No, it is very curious to see how someone would screw over their own flesh and blood. I mean, right. she screwed me over, too, but... um, well, I'm her flesh and blood. Though. Yeah, and I'm just some dude. Like, oh, go ahead. You know, right. Fuck me. You, but, didn't matter. you don't matter. I do, though. But family? And she did that wow. to me. Not yeah. this. She did that to her twin's daughter. So, you know what? You can kiss my ass on... With family like that, who needs enemies? Yeah, exactly. Okay, anyways, we're, we're going to get off that topic. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be broached in, in future episodes, especially since 
basically episode one had a bunch of incomplete thoughts about stuff like that. I, apparently just, I had a lot on my chest. I wanted to get it out. So it's just, it's a moment in time. That's why I'm leaving it up. I mean, as, as crappy as it was, it was, it was raw, it was real, and it was a single take. So, yep. I mean, my editing skills have gotten better, as evidenced by our intro, but uh, I, I kind of prefer to just let it flow and see what happens. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, we're in beautiful Carlsbad, California right now. Cannot complain. Cannot complain. Um, it was kind of weird. We kind of had to buck out of Tucson early because thanks to uh, the thing getting us arrested, since my... My arrest was recent because uh, DoorDash runs yearly uh, background checks on their drivers. They deactivated me, even though uh, the uh, charge was resisting. And it was because I tightened up when three sheriff's deputies grabbed me from behind, which I don't know about you, but um, most people would do that. It's called, what do they call those? Oh, reflexes. Anyway, so for having reflexes, um, I got deactivated, which kind of sucks. I, I actually enjoyed that job a lot because I would drive around listening to, lo and behold, podcasts or audiobooks and basically, you know, just do my thing and make money and it's awesome. So uh, that sucks, but, you know, obla dee, obla da, life goes on. But anyways, enough about that. Um, have you... It's, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm trying to do this, um, so I'm going to say it on here just so people can hold me to it. I'm retiring from arguing politics on social media because it just causes animosity between friends. I mean, I'm a registered independent. I'm, I'm here for good ideas. If there's a good idea, I'll take it. And, you know, I, I have friends who are, you know, dyed-in-the-wool Republicans, raised Republican. They vote whoever's got the R next to them, and I, I hate what the party's done to them because, literally, it used to be that they were interested in being fiscally conservative, personal responsibility, a living wage. This was literally... The funny thing is they, they want to hate Biden, but if you look at Biden's platform, put that next to... Dwight Eisenhower's platform in 1959, who was a Republican. It's identical. Because, as uh, Bill Maher once said, the uh, Democratic Party has moved to the right and the Republican Party has moved to the insane asylum. Wow, baby. And especially wow. with these QAnon nuts. Did you see this? They they literally gathered. They had, they had, a, uh, had a rally where JFK Jr. was going to appear. That's what they said. And? How much batshit, crystal meth, four loco, and paint thinner do you have to be on to think that a JFK Democrat from who died in 1999 is going to appear at your rally? Well, they're obviously dumb. No, that's and that's crazy. Like this QAnon shit, and I had a I had a coworker who would listen to it, and I I try not to argue politics in person. I mean, for the most part, I mean, if there's a debate back and forth, I'm fine for the back and forth of it, but it gets uncivilized really quick. Everything's so tribalized. I mean, literally this this comment that got me 30 days. Me and my dad are going to be like, it's going to be like within 30 seconds, you guys are going to like argue politics. Okay, well, 
Great, something to look forward to. No, but this comment that got me. You're just gonna have to argue it. Okay, cool. This comment that I got, that I got, thirty days for, I wasn't even attacking the person. I was attacking their argument, and they said it was bullying because I try not to go ad hominem. I have right. in the past, and it's it, it's just it's stupid, it's mean, and it doesn't accomplish anything. Right. You just end up looking like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And hell, I'm I'm pretty good at looking like an asshole on Facebook because let's you face it, you are pretty much an asshole on Facebook. When you're, I mean, w- when you're just commenting back and forth, you're you're two dogs barking in between a fence. That's all you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, I'm going to I'm trying to be uh, trying to be the best version of myself, and I could probably lose that. I mean, I've been told I'm really good at it, and uh, my debate skills are great. But um, the next dollar that makes me will be the first. So we'll we'll just leave that alone. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Totally true. Yeah. But you you are really good at it though. I mean. Yeah, but it's I, a non it's a non marketable talent. I, well, I really would like to see what you and my dad could do. Like okay. because it could, I don't know. Maybe we could make some money on it. I'm not really sure how we would make money on it, but. I, you and my dad, you guys could just attack each other. Well, I don't know like, about attacking each other. Straight, straight, no, you you could totally give your opinion, uh-huh. and he could totally give his opinion. Well, that's the thing. I'm an independent. If, if a Republican comes along with a good idea, I don't care if there's an R next to his right. name, I'll vote for him. Right. Uh, my dad is the same way my dad is. I mean, my dad is Republican, and like, just like through and through, usually. Uh-huh. But he he also like right when somebody comes through with a good idea, it's a, he doesn't care if there's an R or D yeah. or a D, I in yeah, front I of his care. name. I'm, I'm he doesn't even, care. I'm not even a Biden fan. I'm an America fan, and we're yeah. and America is doing yeah. a lot better with Biden. So, yeah. all right. No, that's, that's exactly how my dad is too. He's, he's not like, perfect. He's definitely not perfect. As, no, as you can see, his approval any rate. Any president that we've had is not perfect. No, there there was no perfect president. Did, there was, there's no. the legend of St. Ronnie who, uh, uh you know, Yeah, Reagan. my dad loved Ron. I don't understand that because he gave amnesty to illegal immigrants, got caught selling weapons to, ter- negotiating with terrorists yeah. twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, raised taxes 11 times, yep. took $2.7 trillion from Social Security, and then put a tax on Social Security to pay for it. My dad loved Ronnie. And then got rid of all the after-school programs. Uh, because Oh, the, no, 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 no. We had Jumpathon. Come on. Okay, anyways. Remember that? No, we but, had the Jumpathon. No, but it's just amazing. <laughs> the revisionist history people make. And all they can, and all they can talk about is, oh, well, Clinton cheated on his wife. Like, uh, yeah, Trump cheated on all of his wives. Why is that okay now? <laughs> no, it, it's and I I like hearing from the other side of the fence. Like, I will I will hear someone out, and it's getting harder and harder because in my lifetime, every time the Republican Party used to be the party of fiscal responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Now they get in spend like drunken sailors. Yep. And then a Democrat gets elected, and then they go, "We can't afford any of your bills." <laughs> I don't, I, I don't like the the sheer hypocrisy of that. 
is stupid. I understand the Republican platform, especially the Eisenhower Republican platform. If somebody was showed up as an Eisenhower Republican, which is basically what Joe Biden is, um, I'd vote for it. Because uh, he voted for a living wage, not just a minimum wage, a living wage. Healthcare, mm -hmm. I mean, if you if you pull it up, I mean, let's let's pull it up on let's pull it up on Go your ahead. phone. Go for it. I can I can show you what and this and this was downright reasonable. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> um, no, this is this was downright reasonable what he was I've proposing. I've never had a man. I've never had a man that is a swear to show. Okay, wow, when we're putting that on the podcast. Okay, so you you, you <laughs> like dumb men. I get it cuz I don't really view I myself so. as all that smart. I mean, I've had a man that's smart. I haven't. What? This is so This is so fun. Okay. Let's see. I'm I'm going to pull up Eisenhower's platform because this was like um I love you. In 1956, um Platform when he ran for president, domestic affairs. Blah, blah, blah. No, no. There's a there's a meme that I, I hate using memes because I hate it when people use memes as reference. Here we go. 1956. Okay, I was saying 59 the whole time. It's 1956. One, provide federal assistance to low-income communities. Two, protect social security. Three, provide asylum for refugees. Four, extend minimum wage. Five, improve unemployment benefit system so it covers more people. Six, strengthen labor laws so workers can easily join a union. Seven, assure equal pay for equal work regardless of sex. I like it. That was a 1956 Republican platform. I like it. Now it's, you can't have an yeah. abortion. So stupid. Why can't I have an abortion? Isn't it my right? It should be my right. Yeah, I, I I get to choose if I'm having abortion or not. Because basically, sorry, it's my right. No, their platform if, now is cut federal assistance to low-income communities, cut social security, pregnant, ban refugees, never choice. raise minimum wage, cut unemployment be benefits, weaken labor unions, fight equal pay for women. It, it's done a total 180, and and that's not the first time. I love it when people are like, oh, the Democrats wanted were the slave owners in the Civil War. Yeah, and then the parties flipped. Yeah, that's true, but don't they're, I get this but they're not the same. Uh, you should. And is my is my right? Yeah, it's up to you. No, I, I don't. Yeah. That's why. If I'm pregnant and I go, oh, I'm not gonna have this baby. It's my right. No, it's it's your choice. You don't have to give a reason to do it. They don't show. No. When a dude gets no, a vasectomy, they don't make you get an yeah. ultrasound. They don't, they don't make you go. Oh, they don't make you look at the, you get pregnant, at some at some religious pamphlet. No, snip, no, snip. No, this is mine. I get the choice. Because we and like I've said before, anytime I hear a dude talking about uh, about uh, you know, oh, women shouldn't be allowed to get abortions. Oh, it's like, bullshit. Uh, dude, fuck you. Here you go. Yeah, I'll make you a deal. Why are you putting no. your no, I'll, I'll make how you were in drive. No, why would I drive? What are you talking about? I was like, I'll, I will make you a deal, dude. I don't want to. You carry a baby to term, and you just yeah. show these whores how it's done. Dude, I did. I can't believe Henning. No, carry a baby. I, that, Car uh, how did she carry the baby for seven months? 
Because she had to, because it's seven months. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I, I mean, um, that's, like, okay, that's you're getting terrible. No, that's that, that's traumatic. Uh, because yeah. they make they make it sound like women go cartwheeling out of the clinic like it's two mm-hmm. for one night, like they're and and it's a party, like woohoo! No baby for me. It's yeah. No fun. It's no fun. No, I've driven people to. I've, I've driven friends I, to I, it. I have too. I I and seen the aftermath. It's it's a mm-hmm. very traumatic event. Uh, possibly life changing. Yeah, you could possibly no, lose the lose the ability to have to have kids in the future. Seven months. Uh-huh. Seven months. No, that's that's, that's unfortunate. That's, that's that's just. Well, that's why. That's terrible. No, and that's what. Well, months? that's why these these dudes talking about uh, third trimester abortions like they don't do those, dude. And I remember I would I would I would take I would take my ex to. Uh, to, you know, Planned Parenthood, you know, for a checkup. And you got people holding signs of, like, babies chopped oh, up and yeah, stuff. And I you're just like, too. you guys didn't have anything better to do today? I did that, too. I, 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 my thing... It's like three... My thing with that okay, was, like, I was, they did it, the, same, the same stuff and all the signs were there. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Here's the thing. I'm actually... Not going to have a baby because I don't need a child right now. So I'm being smart. So screw off and fuck you is basically what I said. Well, and, and also only 3% of Planned Parenthood's business is abortions. 3%. Yeah, that's no, all. Yeah. 97% no, they gave is me something birth else. control for a long time. They and give me free birth control for like a, I don't know like ten years. Yeah, three percent. And I will paraphrase. Uh, actually, Joe Rogan was talking about something else, but I will paraphrase and quote him <clears throat> to, to anybody who uh, is uh, against Planned Parenthood because oh they do abortions. Okay, three mm. percent. So if I gave you a sandwich that was ninety-seven percent shit and three percent ham, would you call that a ham sandwich? <laughs> And I'm telling you, I mean, they they gave me a lot of free birth control, and I love it. I mean, they're the ones that they introduced me to IUD. Okay, no, IUD. Having, no, but that's the thing. If, if if you're the one who has to carry it, yeah, like all we have to do is yeah. oh, that that's it. Well, that, that's our well, part of it. Yeah, well, uh, you're the one who has to carry the child to term. Um, you get you get the two thirds vote. Yeah. You get the you get the super majority. I carried her to term, and she's beautiful and she's gorgeous. But yeah, but if you but you're the one who has to carry the child. Guys, are, oh, well, what if she uh, what, what, what if she you know has the baby and then I gotta pay for it? I'm like, there's a price for busting nuts, dumbass. <laughs> if you were that worried, true. fucking wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's totally true. But. It, my Catherine is pumpkin pie, and she's awesome, and she's adorable. Okay. And I love her to death. And um, Planned Parenthood was really, really good to me. Okay. I mean, they really were. They they took care of me in the long run, and short term and long run, they just made sure that I was protected. Uh huh. And yeah, it it worked. It it really worked. It it was awesome. 
I highly recommend the IUD, but you have to make sure that you're only with, like, the one person that you're going to be with, and be with that person. Only. That okay. Person. I'm, I highly recommend the IUD. Okay. Just check it out, um, and mine is the copper one, it's really cool. Uh, just check it out. And now we have segued into an unintentional uh, contraception ad. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Maybe we are doing ads. We're just doing them for free. <laughs> no, but uh, speaking of that, anybody who, who didn't listen to uh, episode one, uh, one of the things that happened to us in North Carolina on top of uh, the thing having us arrested for trespassing where we lived, that was always a weird one, yeah. But unfortunately, we didn't get to see. They said, uh, if, you know, they had she had animal control take our dogs away, and uh, they said seventy-two hours before they would adopt them out. And I figured, oh, no biggie. You know, this is this is you know something that most people in California don't even get charged for. But <laughs> initially, I was supposed to be in there for forty-seven days, but then they rescheduled a judge's commission, and it was fifty-six. So about four days into my uh, stay as a guest of the county because they need those taxpayer dollars to justify their jobs, I got called down to booking and I thought, oh, somebody's bailing me out. Nope, had to sign my dogs away. And one of the, my Basset Hound Remy had a cyst on his back. He had had a few before. It wasn't a big deal. Anyways, uh, I'm kind of retreading uh, parts of episode one, but I don't think I coherently said this. So I'm going to say it again. They put him down. They said it was cancerous, and they put him down. And I found out he was—he had been put down the same day I was supposed to get out, and uh, found out I was not only not getting out, but uh, my dog was dead. So it was—it was a country song. <laughs> but what I'm doing, uh, my company is Hot Sauce Hoarder. Uh, we, we're coming out with a few flavors. We're gonna—we're gonna drop two uh, initially. Uh, we'll put something for—I don't know. We might do pre-orders. I'm not sure. I just want to. We've had so many delays. I just want to get this product out there. But we're putting out, uh, it's a, uh, it's called Good Friggin' Garlic Habanero, which is kind of a mellow one. It's a good table hot sauce. And then Dumb Hot Habanero, which is hot. I mean, it's not going to burn your face off, but it definitely has some heat. So it's not stupid hot, just dumb hot. <laughs> and uh, I actually have in the works a flavor that will that will feature Remy's face on it and we will be donating a portion of the proceeds to canine cancer research because I don't want I don't want anybody to go through with that. I never thought lose I like losing him hurt more than some people I've lost and it kind of puts you in a weird place. You're like, "Why are you why are you so much sadder over a dog?" but, you know, he loved me unconditionally and flopped around the house and was the silliest loving sweetest pain in the ass I've ever had there's a reason we called him a big baby Hmm. and that's and that's what he was he was a big baby yeah that's what he was he would literally cry until you petted him so loved him yeah no we definitely loved him He, he was our big baby but anyways so I'm gonna get that going um if you want just follow me at hot sauce hoarder on instagram and I think it's at hot sauce hoarder dot com on facebook or just put in hot sauce where it'll be there. We have we have a pretty good following, so I'm kind of stoked. We have a good audience for that, and I can't wait to get these flavors out. Can't wait to make everybody happy. 
Um, you'll probably find them if you're in uh, North County. You will probably find these at bars because um, I happen to know a lot of bartenders, and so we're gonna we're gonna flow them some bottles to make sure right get the up. word out. Yeah, there will be there will be QR codes on the caps, so if if you like it, take a picture. You can get it yourself, and we will be more than happy to get it to you. And if it's local, we might even deliver it. Mm -hmm. Yep, we're doing that because um, Sunfire Hot Sauce, which uh, we are not uh, in any way uh, sponsored by or anything, no, but, but I have a, I have a ton of their products, and we actually got to. Got to meet Cy, uh, the owner, at the uh, Taste of Encinitas, and they were just cool as could be. We helped them sell about six bottles while we were sitting there shooting the shit because you carry yeah. the pineapple ghost pepper flavor in your purse. Well, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> I mean. No, it's good. And then I picked up the soy garlic and the scary berry supernova, and woo, the scary berry, they named it right. It's got some yeah. fire. Yeah, Soy garlic, delicious. But these guys are Oceanside based. And actually somebody on a hot sauce page I was on, they're like, oh, you're in San Diego. Have you checked these guys out? Because my at the time my Facebook said Oceanside and they sent it to me. I went on the site and immediately bought like four flavors. And what was cool is they charged me shipping. And then all of a sudden I got a refund for the shipping. They delivered it by hand. Like we, we came back to your, the tour door. Yeah, we came we came back to your spot. I'm like, there's a white bag with my name on That's it on awesome. there. I'm like, did I did I do any drug deals that I don't know about? <laughs> what, what is this? No, it's nope, awesome. No, it was that, and a, there was a, there was a business card, and it was handwritten said thank you for your business. And so these guys, I mean, they do it for the love. It literally says in the in the ingredients they'll they'll read off all the ingredients, and it says and love. And these are some amazing hot sauces. These guys are chefs. Um, I don't know. I guess you could call, technically call them competition, but there really isn't competition in the hot sauce market. There's room for everybody because there's no competition. Anytime, anytime you see a hot sauce, where do you go? I don't have this one yet. Let me try it out. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's more like a family, and there's room for all of us. I I love it. I mean, these they're awesome people. I can't wait to can't they wait really to see are. them again. They they actually float us a couple of T-shirts because I was like, dang, we well, we're advertising. He's like, here, and, and then my yeah. Facebook picture is my hat. Yeah, you you got the hat. <laughs> so um, I mean, they they sold it to me for half price, but I mean, I paid full price for the hot sauce because when people are successful, I don't feel like asking them for free shit. If they offer oh, it, cool. But you know, I'd rather support them. They're love. They they are love. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It it was totally awesome, but um. Shoot, I'll put a I'll put a link to their website on the uh, on the Facebook page as well, we if should. you got if you guys want to get them. And uh, I wish there was a there was a promo code they could give me. I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out to them and see if they'll give me one. And uh, Maybe. and if they if if they can do a promo code, if they will, it'll be on there. I just kind of thought of that right now, and I'm sure they'd probably be stoked. And also, I'd like to track how many bottles I sell for them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm into stats. No. Oh, really? Yep. Go figure. And so you're with a woman who is also into stats? Oh, well, there you go. Shocking. Into stats. And that is not a, uh, a sexual innuendo, <laughs> by the way. No. Just to clear that up. I'm I'm playing into stats. I'm a business analyst, so. Okay. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, at the moment I'm a steering wheel analyst, but... <laughs> <laughs> that should change. Anyways, um, 
You got anything else to talk about? Or should you, we just wrap yeah, it up? I guess we should wrap it up. All right. Anyway. Uh, you know what? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So we went on a really cool walk this morning. And it was in his old neighborhood. Very, very cool walk. Encinitas Recreation Trails right at the end of Rose Bay. It was very, very cool. Um, how, how long is that walk? Like, Two miles. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's two and change. I know mm-hmm. when when change I lived when I lived in that neighborhood, it was a two point seven door to door. Okay. Two. Yeah. So two and change. Probably about two. Probably about two point two. It's a. Uh, it's a beautiful walk. It, it really is. The right time of year, you walk by one one spot, and there's a way to walk into the neighborhood there. But if you look, you can see the ocean. If you look to your left, at least if you're heading the direction mm-hmm. we were. Yeah. And if you look to your right, you can see snow on the San Gabriel Mountains. It, yeah, that's it's what beautiful. you were saying. That sounds amazing. Yes, yes, yes. But today we got to see the fog. The fog was cool. Yeah, fog was... I, I like the fog. Bad happens when you live by the ocean. You get the right. marine layer. Right. Shoot, we're still looking at it right now, but mm, you know totally. what? It's a good problem to have. Exactly. We're home. Like I said, we recorded episode one. We were in Tucson. Um, uh, and now we're home. Now, now we're home. Now we're now we're back in Sweet Home San Diego, as Sprung Monkey once said. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, I don't know. I've kind of run out of things to talk about. I'd be forcing if we did any more. We might as well just wrap it up. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, follow us on Facebook. Uh, like I said, on Instagram, we're at RSMEcast. And on Facebook, I believe we're uh, just put rake stepping made easy and you'll yeah. find us. Mm-hmm. The podcast. We've got memes up there. We even we even put up a picture of the thing. It was kind mm-hmm. of <laughs> well, actually it's not on Facebook yet, but uh we'll we'll put that up right now. Um guys, thank you everyone, all seven of you who listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we can grow our audience a little bit. Um this was episode two. Um thank you. Bye.